Hey, Brian. Hey, what's up? Dude, there's no way my mom's gonna say yes. Do you remember what happened last time? So we stayed up kind of late. I don't see the problem. Not, not the staying up late part, dude. She felt kind of annoyed because you didn't finish the dinner she prepared for us. Um, I don't... Don't try to put that one on me. I don't like the consistency of steamed carrots, and you knew that, Dylan. Listen, I tried to tell her, but we had no more collard greens left in the fridge. Well, I finished all the breaded haddock and side salad. Fine, fine, fine. Okay, I'll go ask if you can sleep over. Dylan and Brian had been best friends for a couple of years at this point. They felt like they were old enough to have sleepovers and be respectful. Yeah, maybe when they were younger, they stayed up late playing video games, drinking Code Red Mountain Dew. But they were in the ninth grade now, and their lives were getting more congested with responsibilities like school, sports, Animal Planet, and other adult things. This Memorial Day weekend was the perfect opportunity for a sleepover, or maybe something more. Brian got a text from Dylan just five minutes later to confirm he was allowed to sleep over. So Brian packed a bag, packed a night bag, and got a ride from over to Dylan's house. Ding dong! Oh, hi Brian, come on in! Dylan's mom answered the door. Oh God, Brian. Thought, should I apologize for not eating the baby carrots like last time? He liked baby carrots out of the bag, but it was something about them being slightly mushier that Brian didn't love. Before he could say anything, Dylan paced quickly down the stairs. Was good. Sleepover. They continued their enthusiastic embrace as they dapped up one another in a synchronized manner that showed they had been best friends for years. Uh, can I put my bag somewhere? Yeah, anywhere's fine. Brian placed his bag down next to the coffee table to, le to the left of the stairs. Oh, just, just not there. You said I could put it anywhere, Dylan. Dude, might be. I'll just go put it up in my room. Wait, wait, wait. Let me grab something first. Brian reached for his bag and unzipped the front section, pulling out a hot bag of fries. Classic. Oh, don't have those till after dinner. That is if you're going to eat dinner tonight. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't really mean that, Brian. Brian was fuming. She knew he liked collard greens better. Every time Brian had dinner at Dylan's house, he gobbled every last bit of, her, of his collard greens. This level of passive aggressiveness towards, towards Brian from Dylan's mother really started the sleepover off on a bad note. Dylan, noticing the tension in the room, proceeded to break the ice and change the subject. Hey, um, Brian, want to go shoot BB guns in the basement? How could Brian say no to an offer like that? Yeah, that, sound, that sounds good. After a while of shooting off plastic BBs, Brian was able to forget about any buildup anger he had towards Dylan's mother. It's not an easy thing bottling up your emotions about something, but Brian had a lot of practice, so he's doing a pretty good job. Anyway, Dylan and Brian are in the mood for some lunch, so they head down to the city center. Dylan was feeling pretty cooped up in the house, and Brian was down for whatever at that point. Dude, your bike is so funny. You need to get a new one. Yeah, I'd really like a new road bike. This one is hard to ride. It's so heavy. I've had it since, like, elementary school. Um, remember back then when, like, everyone had a Harrow bike, and I was still stuck with this mongoose? Yeah, yeah, I remember. This is my dad's old bike, but it works pretty well. I forgot where he got it. I think he got it in the 80s for $20 at a garage sale in Western Massachusetts from a stranger named Hank. He told me that when Hank sold him the bike, he said, You take care of this bike. I've gone many a mile on this thing, and it treated me well. Damn, cool story. Right? Yeah. Let's get going. Do you wanna... Where do you wanna go? Uh, I don't really care. I'm just hungry. 
Do you want to like sit down and just get something quick? Want to just ride bikes to my house? My dad's making meatloaf and mashed potatoes tonight. I don't know. It's usually pretty good. Yeah, I'm down. I had that once at your house. He puts like tomatoes on top of the meatloaf when he cooks it, right? Yeah, that's how he does it. Uh, we can just go to go for dinner, then go back to yours. I'm down. Dylan and Brian began biking down the road, past the park, past Dylan X's house, past the 99 restaurant. Great meals, great deals, and eventually get to Brian's house. Brian ghost rides his bike till it eventually slams into the grass on the side of the driveway, causing a handlebar to dig into the dirt. Dylan walks his bike to the end of the driveway, sticks his foot out, and administers the kickstand, allowing his bike to stand upright, yet unwavering. The boys enter the Brennan home and are immediately met with a Who's There by Brian's grandmother. It's Brian. Dylan is here as well. Oh, you forgot your little friends. Oh, he's little, all right. Fuck off, Brian. Uh, uh, hello. Giving a wave to Brian's grandmother, who looks at Dylan's face with, with happiness and confusion. She has dementia and most likely couldn't pick, couldn't pick Dylan out of a lineup of men who look nothing like him. Good to see you again. How is the family, Dylan? They died. Will you cut it out? <laughs> They're all good. Thanks, Ryan. Asking Nana. Just as Brian was noticing the, grown, the growing aroma of meatloaf, his dad came in off the, the back porch. He told Dylan and Brian it would only be about five minutes till the meatloaf was done and the mashed potatoes had already been finished. Dylan and Brian dilly-dallied and snacked on whatever little candies were lying around the kitchen and then began talking about possible Hunger Games spinoffs. Meanwhile, the food, the food had became already ready to eat. Dylan and Brian served themselves and prepared to sit down at the dinner table to eat alongside Brian's grandmother and Brian's father. Thank you for the food, Mr. Brennan. It tastes excellent. Stop sucking up, little piss baby. Hey, no swearing at the dinner table, Brian. Suck isn't a swear word, Nana. Well, it is in my house. Brian's dad didn't weigh in on the situation. Brian can usually tell when he has had a long day at work. This was one of those days. Without saying anything, Mr. Brennan finished a small portion of mashed potatoes and meatloaf and went to lay down on the couch. Dylan and Brian finished shortly thereafter. Brian went on to clean his grandmother's plate. After doing so, Brian announced to his father once again that he would be sleeping over Dylan's, and they were off. It got a lot darker since we ate dinner. Good thing we live in suburban America, and there are quite literally streetlights everywhere. Oh, well, not on Osgood Lane. I was walking home last week in the dark, and a coyote was three feet from me. Neither of us saw one another because it was so dark. Just until the last second. I didn't have time to react. His jaws clamped onto my black leather jacket. He could have possibly mistaken me for another animal in the darkness. I don't know. Who's to say? But as soon as he realized I was a human, his teeth let go, and he scrambled into a nearby yard. My mom, she made me get checked for rabies and a couple of other diseases. The bite marks weren't too bad, only stitches in one spot right above my right hip. I've been meaning to tell you, but to be honest, the whole experience has been rather traumatic for me. I'm really happy to get this off my chest. Sorry, did you uh, say something? I had my headphones in. Forget it. Was it important? No, not really. Oh, cool. Uh, do you want to go the shortcut through that guy's backyard to get to your house? Sure. You just got to be low-key. They soon arrive back at Dylan's, par that Dylan's parking that their bike's in Dylan's backyard, both up against the side of the shed. They walked into Dylan's house and are greeted by Martha. Hi, so are you boys hungry? I just finished cooking up some collard greens. Brian and Dylan were stunned, to say the least. Uh, 
We just ate at Brian's. I'm so sorry, Mom. I didn't realize you were cooking dinner. Oh, darn. I love your collard greens. Uh, I wish I would have known. If you, were, if you were paying attention to the story earlier, you would know that Dylan and Brian fully knew that Martha was cooking dinner. Dylan, can we speak in the other room for a minute? The boys stood trembling. Brian looked at Dylan. He wanted to help. He really did. But there was nothing he could do to save Dylan from the verbal beating he was about to get. Dylan paced warily down the hall to his mother's study. The door stays ajar during the conversation. So they move to the other room didn't affect the fact that Brian could eavesdrop quite easily. Dylan, I'm a little upset that you ate dinner at the Brennan's. I told you guys earlier that I'd be cooking dinner tonight, and you still went and ate the Brennan's. You said you didn't even like the meals at the Brennan's. I know the Brennan's always make good, nutritious food, but Dylan, I am not happy whatsoever with you right now. Mom, I'm sorry. We'll talk more about this later. Also, no more of these last-minute sleepovers if you're not going to even appreciate all the effort I put into them. Alright, Mom. Chill. Do not tell me to chill. No PS3 for the rest of the week. What? M Mom, come on. Two weeks? No, uh, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Alright, alright. Can I go now? Brian's been alone for so long, and it's going to be weird. Okay. We're just going to say, Brian heard everything. Dude, what happened in there? Did you hear anything? I, I thought I saw your shadow in the hallway through the door. Yeah, I heard everything. I can never lie to you, baby. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Sorry, that sucks. Your mom's in a bad mood now. Yeah, she's such a bummer. Dylan, can we speak in the other room for a minute? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. She heard. I think she heard. Before Dylan could once again return to Dylan's mom's study. Martha was firing out of her top of her line. Industry standard office space, heading straight for the two boys standing at the end of the hallway. Now listen, if you are going to sleep over my house, Brian, Dylan, and yourself need to be much more respectful. I'm sorry, Mrs. Esch. It's okay. I'm not mad. If you want, I can still have some collard greens. Don't push it. I'm sorry too, Mom. Dylan, not another word. When she said not another word... She meant it. You know how parents play the silent game? Dylan's mother was about to be hunkering down and playing the long game. Martha quickly finished off her dinner, leaving Brian some collard greens. She couldn't help herself. Afterwards, she was off to bed, and the boys' real night was about to get started. Dylan popped off the two of them some fresh cranberry lime seltzers, and they started choosing possible Will Ferrell comedies. Because as everyone knows, Will Ferrell is peak comedy. So, uh, you're thinking a little Talia tonight? A little Ricky Bobby? A little shake and bake? Uh, didn't we watch that one last sleepover? What about the one where he has, like, the clicker that can stop time? Bruh, that's click with Adam Sandler, not even freaking Will Farrow, you idiot. Here, have you seen The Land of the Lost? This is probably his most underrated movie of all time. Nah, my older bro brother Sean saw it, though, and he said it was kind of tacky. After a few more back and forths, Brian eventually manipulated Dylan into agreeing to watch the horror movie Abraham Lincoln, The Vampire Hunter, which received a 34% on Rotten Tomatoes, despite being historically accurate. Our sources are cited in the description of the video. But anyways, Dylan was quite scared and threatened Brian many times that he would get his mom to turn off the movie. However, Brian guilted Dylan into not being a snitch, and everything worked out alright. 
The boys were fast asleep by the credits as the sleepover came to an end. Unless... Hey, Brian, are you awake? Yeah, what's up? Uh, I have no idea what's going on. This was not planned. What a weird dream I was just having. What happened? That's one of the vampires that Abraham Lincoln killed? Dude, that wasn't a dream. The end.